Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Want to Talk Missions. I'm Dan Hennenfen, Executive Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries, where we help people to go where God has called them to serve. We're glad that you're listening to our podcast today. Please remember to hit that like button and to follow us wherever you consume your podcast materials. You know, usually I'm joined on our podcast by Sherry Tverdik. Uh, Sherry's the Director of Special Events and Communication for Cup of Cold Water Ministries. Well, Sherry gets a few weeks off from the podcasting duties, but I know that she's still busy with the ministry work here at Cup of Cold Water. And among other things, she's on the back stretch of finishing the book that she is writing about her years as a ministry leader in Mongolia. The title of her book will be Swimming in Awkward. And right now she's slogging out the final details with her editor. And we're hoping that it will be released sometime later this summer or perhaps early fall. So this podcast today, plus the next two after it, are unique in the fact that they were recorded in the countries of Turkey and Greece. In parts of May and June, I traveled on the footsteps of Paul, along with 11 other pilgrims, as we visited the ruins of cities like Antioch and Tarsus, Ephesus, Philippi, Athens, Corinth, and several other locations straight from the book of Acts. For the past 30 years or so, Bob Ronglian, a friend of ours, has been leading people on unique and off-the-beaten-path spiritual pilgrimages into the Holy Land, which he calls the Footsteps Experience. Uh, now, these are historically informed, spiritually focused trips and that chronologically follow the life of Jesus in Israel and Palestine and the missional journeys of Paul through Turkey and Greece. And at each site, Bob gives the historical background of the site that we happen to be visiting that day. And then we spend some time in scriptures and prayer. And most people describe these as one of the most powerful experiences of their lives. And I'd have to say from my own experience, traveling the footsteps of the Apostle Paul with Bob Ronglian and his fire hose of information and knowledge has been a life changer for me. So we're going to hear from Bob in the future podcasts. Uh, he's a pastor, author, teacher, trainer, guide, and his passion is the adventure of following Jesus and an empowering other people to do the same. And if you want to know more about Bob and his footsteps experience journeys, I just check the show notes below and we'll have a link that'll take you directly to his own website. But today, our guest on Want to Talk Missions is one of our newer ministry leaders with Cup of Cold Water Ministries. She's originally from the country of Bolivia, South America, but now she is serving in Turkey amongst the refugees from Syria. And she was able to get away from her duties for a couple of days and join us as we followed along in the footsteps of Paul. And I'll trust that you will enjoy hearing a short conversation that I had with Mariela in Turkey near the end of May. Well, I'm sitting here in Ephesus. It's hard to believe Ephesus, where Paul and the disciples spent much time. And the Bible says in Acts, it says, all people came to know of the Lord. It's also where uh, where Paul was threatened by a mob of people. There's a riot in the theater uh, that lasted for more than two hours as as the locals angry and upset with Paul. So I'm here in that place, actually overlooking uh, an excavation where they're, they're digging out ruins uh, from the time of Paul in Ephesus. And I'm here with Mariella, 
Mariella is a ministry worker with Cup of Cold Water Ministries, serving here in Turkey, and has quite an interesting story about her life and how God has called her to missions. Uh, good morning, Mariella. Good morning, then. Yeah, we're sitting here outside. It's uh, sprinkling. It's raining a little bit. Overlooking some ruins, and uh, just yesterday, having been in the actual place where Paul and the others did ministry. What's it like for you to, to have the feeling of being in this place? Well, it's amazing. It's like living in a dream sometimes. And, yeah, I feel like I'm walking in the heavens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you you came to Turkey from your native country of Bolivia. Uh when did God first talk to you about being uh, involved in this kind of ministry work? Well, God spoke with me like six years ago um, when I was in Chile doing my DTS in Waiwam. And it was my last class. And he spoke with me about the refugees. So the refugees, so you're working with refugees here in Turkey. What can you tell me about those refugees? What I can tell you a lot. They have a lot of history and they are hungry for God. They are really hungry for God. And they are waiting to know him. And they have a lot of questions about who he is. Why do they come to Turkey? Because in their lands, uh, they are experiencing a lot of problems and they are living a reality that is not good. I think it's the answer is they are experiencing reality that we don't have. They are trying to give to their child's um, good life. Like. Tell us, uh, what do you do when you say you're working with refugees? What specifically is, is your job? Well, I'm not working, really. I'm volunteering free classes, English classes and um, music classes to the kids. And we try to spend time with them and try to do a friendship with them. And when you're a friend, you present your friend, your, your best friend. And we do that. We present God because he's our best friend. And we try to give them hope in the moment that, well, this is a foreigner land for them too. And they miss their land. They miss family, friends, and we can share about that, too. Mariela, in, in what ways the the things you're doing, similar to the things Paul did here 2,000 years ago? Have you ever thought about that? I didn't thought about that. Um, wow. I didn't thought about that. So that's a new thought about it? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought wow. that, that, that God called Paul to go to a strange land <laughs> with, the, with the message? And he's called Mariela to go to a strange land with that very same message. That's powerful. Yeah. And it's a big thing. It's like a big privilege. And, but I never thought that way until now. <laughs> what is it about doing this kind of work? How does that give you satisfaction and fulfill your life? 
Well, sometimes it's not so good, and other times it's really good. Um, we had good days and bad days because um, we heard a lot of histories that are not really happy. And, well, for me, sure, the gospel is, like, amazing. And um, the hunger that they have for God, not only the refugees, the people here, it's, it's a lot. They really want to know about Jesus. And a lot of them don't have the opportunity or they don't know a Christian here. And when they know someone that speak about Jesus, it's like they are amazed. And that is amazing. And, and share what is in the Bible. And a lot of them maybe never in their lives have the opportunity to hold a Bible. It's a privilege. It's an honor for me. You've been here for five months now. What would you say the the steps are for you here in Turkey as you share Christ with people? What are the steps to lead them towards an understanding of God and salvation? Well, like you said, it's a long way to go. <laughs> and, um, well, first we make friendship with them. Um, we go to their homes. Um, we share a Turkish cafe <laughs> with them. We hear what they need to take out. And and they start doing a lot of questions. And that is our opportunity to share. <laughs> and they ask why we are here, um, why we love Turkey. And generally, the answers that we we love Turkey because God loves Turkey too. And uh, he put a desire in our heart to come here and and do friends and speak with the people about the good news that we have. And sometimes we can speak a lot of God that day, but sometimes we cannot and we continue the next week. And it's like they go doing some questions and making some questions and trying to answer that and trying to to see what God want to say to in that moment. And not only what we want to say, it's what God needs to say to them too. What's one of the, what are some of the most difficult things about being here and doing this type of a ministry work? Well, missing home because it's really different. <laughs> and um, sometimes you don't know with what kind of person you are starting a conversation. And maybe it's a person that is hungry for God, but maybe it's someone that is not so hungry for God. And, um, and maybe when they start to, to say in stuff that I think they don't mean, but sometimes it's hurtful. And sometimes you want to answer in your flesh, like, <laughs> but that is not giving testimony. And take your words and don't say anything. And that sometimes is hard.
sometimes they believe different than us and um, they are trying to defend that too. And like us, they are trying to share their truth. And that sometimes is not so funny. <laughs> so what do you do in that situation? You know, and as I think about it, even in the United States, I don't know about Bolivia, your native country, but in the United States, even among Christians, we, we get into opposite ideas about what is right and what is true. And, and, and so when that happens to you, someone wants to share their faith with you, how do you respond? We listen. I listen. And because it's what they need to say, they want to say that. And I try to not take it personal. And I start praying a lot. Because sometimes they are really good in what they are saying. <laughs> and we accept the point that they have, but we don't receive that like a truth. And we bless them too. Uh, and if they want to, we continue going in a friendship. And if it's not possible, we stop. Um, and sometimes that is difficult too because you are putting your time, your effort, and in one conversation, everything can be like, destroyed. Yeah. And that sometimes is like, why? Oh my God. And it's not only the, the old people we share with kids, with it's a whole family. And sometimes that is difficult too. The kids don't understand why why we are not going anymore. Um, and it's hard, like, go to the neighbor house, but not to their, their house. And that is a difficult part, too. So do you ever feel like you're endangered when, when you're having these conversations? Um, no. No. I, I think, um, well, we know that we are doing something that is dangerous but I don't think it's dangerous like every day. It's only sometimes that the people can get mad and call the police or something like that but we are not doing anything that is illegal or we are not doing anything wrong. I've been in Turkey now for two weeks. I find the people of Turkey that I've met with to be very kind very gentle people. Talk about Turkey itself as, as a people and as a country. Well, I love the people here. <laughs> they are always open to have a cafe with you. They are open to uh, let you into their homes and share their history and share photographs. And um, they always have conversation always always <laughs> they have a lot of questions and some people maybe don't have a lot of things but they always have something to share with you always and um that is wonderful i love that um i love like go to their houses and talk a lot sometimes that is di different from bolivia Turkey from Bolivia because the people here always have their doors open to receive people and they are prepared to receive 
anyone. <laughs> Maybe you are walking in the street and they are open to you. And <laughs> yeah, and and they call you like, come, have a cafe with us, have a chai with us. And you cannot do a plan here. You don't have a plan. Always is different. Always a new thing to do. Some new people to know. And yeah, that is really wonderful. What are the most more satisfying, the the favorite parts? What makes it so much fun that you would want to do this for a lifetime? Their kindness and the love for the people that is new here. And when they see an effort of you to speak their language and they try to do practice with you and... um That is wonderful. It's like um, they will try to give you the opportunity to learn with them. And um, sometimes they will call you to the kitchen and do some recipe or something like that. And that is like, for me, is the price. Like you pay the price, but here you win. You win. Because you have new friends, you have new people, and that is awesome. You can do a friend in one day <laughs> here. <laughs> and maybe it will be your best friend <laughs> here. It's, that is awesome. And for me, that is like amazing. What would you say to someone who is, maybe feels the same call in their heart to go to a strange land to serve the same way that you felt that? some years ago well i i will say go take the risk um because it's awesome and you will enjoy a lot sharing with the people um it will not be easy but it will wear the 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 things that you will leave here you will well in each place that god is calling you you will have new family you will have new friends and and you will have the possibility to share with someone that maybe never heard about jesus and that is awesome it's like the reward to the price that you are paying is there anything else that you have in your heart you'd like to share about this ministry about this country or about yourself personally mm, well Maybe one request <laughs> that the people that is listening, maybe you can pray for us and pray for more people to come and pray for wisdom, for grace with the people here and don't forget us in your prayers. Uh, Mariela, talk to us about Cup of Cold Water Ministries. For me, um, the value that Cup of Cold Water have um It's like you have someone that is walking with you. And I feel like I'm not alone. I have a family to go and share my stories and share what I'm living here. And not only the good things, the bad things too. And um, sometimes when you are in the field, it's really lonely because you are far. Um, you don't speak the language. That is hard, and sometimes you will get frustrated, and it's not easy. But have someone that is walking with you and is encouraging, encourage, 
teaching you to continue um, that is like water in the desert for us <laughs> and a whole family that every week is <clears throat> wondering how are you uh, how are you feeling what are uh, you doing here and what do you need to say what do you need to speak that is awesome it's really important it's a flashlight for me like in cup of color well that was the voice of Mariella a ministry leader in the country of Turkey as we visited among some of the ancient ruins uh, along the trail of the Apostle Paul Barnabas Silas and many others you know they were busy by carrying out the Great Commission and that work still continues 1950 years later through people like Mariella and organizations like Cup of Cold Water Ministries. Well, to thank you for listening to Want to Talk Missions, I'm your host, Dan Hennenfent, Executive Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries, where we help people to go where God has called them to serve. Don't forget to click that like button and subscribe so that you never miss an episode of Want to Talk Missions. We will be back next time with a lot of amazing stories about the early church and the Apostle Paul as we visit with Bob Ronglian. He's a pastor, author, teacher, trainer, and guide, and his passion is the adventure of following the footsteps of Jesus and of Paul and empowering people like you and I to do the same. Join us next time for more of Want to Talk Missions.